Hello and welcome to the Real World in Nutrition podcast. This is episode 66, Five Things to Stop or Minimize in 2023 and Beyond. I am your host, Shelly Rael, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and the founder of Real World Nutrition. If you've been listening or following the show for any length of time, last week's episode, episode 65, was five things to start in the new year and continue for a healthier life. Now, I am not a fan of making a bunch of rules and saying, don't eat this, don't eat that. And I'm not going to tell you about what you should not eat in this episode. Now, as this is coming out, it is the first week of January. And as most of us know, it often brings forward a list of things to stop doing, things to eliminate, such as alcohol. It is very popular now to have a dry January. And if you choose to do that, great. If you don't drink at all, great. If you choose to drink in moderation, That is also fine. People who know me know I don't necessarily don't participate in dry January and tend to do the same things year round. Another thing that's popular this time of year is having a sugar detox or cutting out sugar. And as I said, if you've been following the show, I've did a long series earlier this year on sugar and misinformation and whether you really need to detox from sugar. Now, if you want to do those, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with any of this. However, I also want to emphasize as the name of this podcast and the name of my membership program and the name of the Facebook group is Real World Nutrition. So I encourage people to not think of temporary things, not think of eliminating something for a couple weeks, a month, whatever it may be, but seeking out moderation in all things. Now, as I said, this is the five things to stop or minimize in 2023 and beyond. So let me get to what those things are. Number one, Stop doing this. Don't put your worth with the number on the scale. Your worth is not related to any number on a scale, any number related to that. As a lot of us know, heck, age is just a number and it's not a measure of your worth. So continuing with this, number one, ignore that number on the scale Even better would be to stop using a scale completely. It is really only a measure of mass, and it doesn't tell you how your body is doing overall. You can exercise and build up muscle and potentially gain weight. And that's not because muscle weighs more than fat. I did a previous podcast episode about that that I'll link in the show notes but that it is muscle is denser and so it's more compact 
However, when people start doing exercise, there is, it's not unusual, I should say, to have some weight gain. And if you're only looking at a number on a scale, that can be very disheartening. But you can see how your clothing is fitting differently. If your clothing is feeling a little bit tighter, maybe adjust some things. If your clothes are feeling a bit looser, that may or may not be a good thing. But keep that in mind that a number on a scale is not something that is a measure of your worth. And when you go to the doctor's office or any type of medical site, you can ask that you not be weighed unless it's absolutely necessary. And very few medications, so if they say, well, we need to know it for our dosing of medications, most medications aren't dosed by body weight in, in adults. So you can decline to be weighed at the doctor's office and you don't have to be weighed there. You can push back and say, I decline to be weighed. Most facilities are recognizing that this is not a necessary thing. So keep in mind your self-esteem, your self-worth, and your value are not connected to that number. Your health is not a number on a scale. So don't put your worth with the number on the scale. Number two of the list of don'ts that I encourage now, don't skip meals. Now, skipping a meal can often lead to overeating later in the day. Skipping meals can lead to drops in blood glucose or blood sugar and subsequent insulin spikes when we eat a bunch of food. Skipping meals is not a way to lose weight because it often leads to overeating later. And it is a way to ensure irritability and poor decision making. And if you don't want to have a full meal, so if you're, I say don't skip meals, but I should say don't go too long without eating is really what I mean. So instead of having a full meal, you can definitely choose appropriate snacks. Number three, don't avoid warning signs. When it comes to your health, there is often some warning signs that something's wrong with your body. Now, not every time, I acknowledge that, but often. If you're not feeling good, if you have unusual pain, if you have the worst headache of your life, you have difficulty breathing, you have muscle aches that just will not go away, you have a new mole or one that's significant, looks different than what it did last month, these are warning signs. The body's usually good about warning us that something's wrong. Think about this. This is the one thing we have in our entire life, our body, and it does start to wear down and things do tend to not be right. But there's warning signs that things are not appropriate. It can be just one thing. It can be difficulty breathing. It can be a muscle ache or pain that won't go away. I had a broken bone one time 
Actually, I've had many in my life for various reasons. But there was not much in the way of swelling. It just really hurt. And I waited three days to go to the doctor to see what if there was something wrong. And I kind of knew from the beginning that something wasn't quite right. But I listened to others who said, oh, no, it looks fine. It doesn't look swollen. It doesn't look bruised. Does it? How could you break a bone just running? Well, it was a hairline fracture. It was one that I did break while running. And it never, it never really got swollen. But it was painful. It was highly unusual. Something wasn't right. And I listened to other people and didn't get it addressed in a timely manner. It was okay in the long run, but really, it was something would have been better if it had been addressed earlier. So if nothing, something I should say, isn't quite right, get it checked sooner rather than later. And it's okay if it's just indigestion and not a heart attack. It's okay if it's just a virus in your stomach and not an aortic aneurysm. Better safe than sorry. Number four, don't beat yourself up. This idea that we have to eat perfectly, that we have to do everything right, that we have to follow through with all these goals and resolutions and all these responsibilities that we put on ourselves. Because if you think about it, many of them are ones that we put on ourselves. So going back to the myth of the perfect diet or eating perfectly. I've addressed this in the past as well that I'll link in the show notes. Avoiding carbs or sugar isn't sustainable. Give yourself grace if you feel that you've gained weight or didn't get everything done on your much too long to-do list. Give yourself grace if it turns out you had to throw away some of those fruits and vegetables that you didn't eat and take a lesson from that rather than beating yourself up. And realize that you and everything else that you do, that you are working on, the people around you, we're all a work in progress. And number five on my list of don'ts. Don't give up. Just because something didn't go right the first time or the third time, doesn't mean it won't work out eventually. Be patient. Pivot if you have to. Make adjustments to help it be successful, to make things work, go a little bit better. You know, I have inside my head often, I think Formula 409, the household cleaner. That household cleaner, Formula 409, was the result of 408 failed attempts at making an all-purpose cleaner that did what they wanted it to do. And those were scientists who were working on this. This was their whole job. 409 times. There's a lot of examples of people who have said or had failures or had not success and did not have a success and were persistent in trying. So I don't know if I would necessarily encourage to keep doing things over 400 times, but that's me because I don't have patience for that. But I also say, have patience in yourself. 
There are many stories of persistence and patience, as I've said. So try to be one of those people. And remember, 21 days to create a habit is a myth. It's not factual. It's not based in fact. It can take anywhere from a couple of weeks to nearly nine months to create a habit, especially the healthier ones. So you know that saying, if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. And you don't have to wait till Monday, the first of the month, or next January to try again. I encourage you to take on some of these challenges. And I say challenges because a lot of people say they can't do it. They don't want to keep running to the doctor every time something seems a little bit wrong. They really can't throw out their scale or even put it in the closet. And yeah, the idea of not skipping meals sounds great, but then they get busy. I say, sure, I get busy too. And I don't like the inconvenience of stopping, getting in line at the gas station, pumping the gas, going through all that rigmarole. But guess what? I do it because if I don't do it, I would lose a lot of time, waste a lot of time and energy by being stuck on the side of the road, having to call somebody to bring me gas and still having to end up fueling the car. So keep in mind that some of these things are for your overall health. Some of these things are time savers and help with your overall health and well-being. Now, I know a lot of people are probably expecting five things to stop or minimize in 2023 was a list of foods, but I generally don't have a list of foods that you need to stop. I was just speaking in a class this morning where they were talking about ramen and Pop-Tarts. And you know what? I didn't tell them that they had to stop it completely. We talked about how often it was consumed, how it could be made healthier, what could be done to swap some of those things out. And while you may make assumptions about me talking about ramen and Pop-Tarts, you may not always know what population I'm talking to or talking about. So keep in mind, most foods can fit, all foods can fit in moderation, unless, of course, you have an allergy or sensitivity. Don't be silly. That's real world nutrition. And I encourage you to give yourself grace in 2023. Don't give up on your goals. Don't give up on trying to aim for a healthier lifestyle, healthier diet, a healthier you. And I will see you in the next episode of Real World Nutrition. Take care. Bye for now.